Someone says, I'm supposed to be finishing my paper, but I've got some time for this. Go ahead. I appreciate that sacrifice. You don't want to do that paper. Who wants to do homework? Come on. Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well. And welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. Today, we're hopping into an episode of Pop-Up Debates and to argue against me and more than likely beat me because I've been losing all of these. I'm joined by Sarah from Budget Girl. How's it going? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous about this one. You should um, be. I, I, you, you are an expert on today's topic, which is all about, it's about reading. We're talking about books today. You have a hundred book reading challenge, so you have you're just exposed to books on a daily basis at this point. You're just reading something all the time. Multiple things all the time, yeah. Multiple things. So today's topic is going to be about the best format for reading these books. So I want to know, what do you consider the best format? Is it a physical book, you know, going to the library, going to the bookstore, grabbing a paper book, or is it an ebook, grabbing your favorite e-reader, a Kindle, a, a Kobo, a Nook, all those things, and carrying around hundreds of books at a time. So Sarah let me give you the rules really quick of the debate, how it's going to work. We each only get one minute to argue our side of this debate. And then we will leave it up to the audience in a poll to decide who won and who argued it best. So Sarah, since you're the guest, you get to decide what side of this debate are you going to take? I am going to argue for audiobooks. I mean, I'm sorry. Audiobooks. I, 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 meant, I meant e-reading. I meant e-reading. <laughs> okay, you're going with e-books. Yes. So that means I have to take physical books. Which I'm okay with that. I'm not. I'm not too angry about that one. I mean, I'm not saying I was going to pick ebooks, but fine. You know, whatever. You know. Yeah, you can just wave a Kindle a second ago. <laughs> <laughs> ignore that. Ignore that. <laughs> All right, Sarah. I'm going to start the microwave here, and you have one minute to argue why ebooks are the superior superior format. Starting now. So books are the same no matter how you read them, but technology has come so far when it comes to ebook technology that it has advanced beyond the physical book. First off, I have access to millions of books online through any library I can get an account through, which is pretty much anywhere. Uh, obviously, the entire internet library, Library of Congress, there are a thousand different ways for me to get ebooks to this little device. Most of them are completely free. Also, I can store thousands of books in this little device, which weighs less than the physical book that I am holding right now. Also, with extremely recent technology, this Kindle is waterproof, which really levels it up over this. That means that what I used to use this for was I could could oh, get with it. <laughs> there goes your time. I'm so sorry, Sarah. That was a pretty good argument, though. Yeah. That was pretty good. You know, you brought out the waterproofing. I didn't know you were that advanced in the Kindle game right now. This is only a um, hundred bucks. Oh, mine is not waterproof, so I don't, I don't I, have that advantage. I upgraded for my birthday, and I got to tell you, it's really, really worth it to go for the waterproof one because now I can't even destroy this. <laughs> no matter what you do, those books are going to be there. Yeah, and I can't tell you how many of these I've destroyed, like in the <laughs> bath or at the pool. Oh, man, that was a good argument. I'm, I'm a little nervous. All right, so now it's my turn to argue 
that physical books are the superior format. So I'm going to start the microwave starting now. Okay, so Sarah, like I said, you've made some great points about ebooks, but there's one thing you can't deny. We have too many choices in 2019. There's just so many things. You go on Netflix and you sit there for 20 minutes trying to figure out what am I going to watch? I'm just scrolling through the same things or the 10,000 new animes they just added or the 50,000 Netflix originals that just popped up, but I can never decide. And that's when it's like when you have an, when you have a, an e-reader, you open it up and there's just too many choices. You can have any book you want and you end up choosing none and you end up just watching Netflix. That's what happens to me. But with the physical book, there's something about having that choice. You've locked in, you say, I'm going to read this book here. And you carry it around with you. You look so intelligent walking around with the book. People are like, what are you reading? Oh, you know, this is just, you know, um, this advanced finance modeling book about, you know, the future and all this stuff. But you walk around with the e-reader. No one knows what this is. They're like, what are you walking around with? A giant calculator? The book gives you credibility. You never have to worry about charging it. It's always with you. You don't need 20 of them. It's great. And okay, I ran out of time. There we go. I got cut off. But <laughs> Okay. Okay. I'm impressed. I didn't, I didn't know you would go that route. Um, so your argument is that physical books make you look smarter. That's the best I can come up with. Uh, <laughs> whereas, whereas potentially this could actually make you smarter. Now a physical book could make you smarter too. But yeah. You know, it was I, I, I was going to go a completely different route, but the clock started and then I just kind of blanked and had to come up with something. And that's where I went. Um, so <laughs> so the best part is, though, we don't have to sit here and figure out who won this debate. We're going to leave it up to the audience. So I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put together a poll, put up on the website over at popcornfinance.com. And I will let everyone listening decide who argued their point best. Um, I'm a little self-conscious. I've been losing all of these. Um, Sarah made some excellent points. She brought out a waterproof Kindle. Uh, so, you know, it's kind of hard to argue with that. But we'll let everyone else decide. Are you, are you, oh, Sarah is pouring water <laughs> on a Kindle right now just to show off. That's all it is. It's just rubbing in my face. <laughs> I will not pour water on any of the books <laughs> over here. <laughs> Oh, well, Sarah, thank you for coming here and putting up a, a valiant argument. Some excellent points made. Uh, before we go, if you want to learn more about you and your waterproof Kindle, uh, <laughs> where can they go? Uh, YouTube.com slash Budget Girl, where I am making videos on my 100 books reading challenge, as well as some other financial videos. And you can follow me on social media at Go Budget Girl. You do great videos over there. I, I love your approach and the way that you're just so relatable. And you also have a lot of knowledge to go along with that. So I, I think everyone should go check out Budget Girl on YouTube. Thanks, Sarah. Appreciate it. And I'll let you know the results of this. I promise I won't lie um, when it comes to telling you who won this debate. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins. You know, and I didn't even say this lasts a month without charging. I'm actually really happy that you didn't say that because then I can make the argument that you don't recharge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't recharge. Like this doesn't run out of batteries. I, that's where I thought you were going to go, and I realized I'd forgotten to say it. And then uh, a different vibe said that actually sounds uh, relaxing. I think she's talking about you and your reading, yeah. taking it, like, taking it, taking it back, relaxing. Yeah, it's See, it's pretty wonderful. My problem is I've always been too tall to fit into a bathtub, mm -hmm. so I've never got to enjoy the the luxury of sitting in a bathtub and soaking because. You know, only 50% of my body can be in the water at one given time. Yeah, that's a little less relaxing when, like, your knees are cold. Yeah, right. And then you're like... Oh, Dennis says, now Chris can stand and read in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great point. Yeah. That is a great point. I didn't even think about that. You know, I, what? I feel like there might be some logistical issues there, but... <laughs>
I would be willing to try that if I were like really into <laughs> You know what? <laughs> <I> do, just... <laughs> that wouldn't be weird at all. Standing no, in the not weird yeah. at all. No, no one's going to ask you any questions about why you're standing in the shower nope. holding a candle, you know. So you could always ask them questions about why they're in their, your shower watching you. Great point. Great point. <laughs> For Linda Latina 33, audiobooks count as books. It doesn't really matter how you consume them. They totally count. And I'm counting them towards my 100 books total this year. Definitely. Oh, yeah. I, I do the same. Yeah. You're still getting the information. I think it counts. You're consuming it. Yes, I don't, exactly. Like if it could be injected somehow. No, no, I wouldn't go for that. I, was just, <laughs> I, I went somewhere and then I promptly turned around and came back. <laughs> no, we're not ready for that yet. Not nope, yet. Not, not yet. ready yet. 